Hello and welcome back to the Hot Shot Tottenham podcast. I'm joined alongside Chris Ed today. Please say hello. Hi there. Hi. And today we'll be talking about the transfer has been made and the recent gossip on the transfers. You like a bit of gossip. So do you, don't you? Not really, but, no, well, but carry on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where do we start? Where do you want to start? The two recent, recent signings. signings? I don't think we talked about Basuma on this show yet. I don't think so. Well, no. he signed a central midfielder. Yeah. And uh, from... Uh, Brighton, twenty five million. Everything I'm reading from all the so called experts, uh, I've not heard anyone that said this is this is a bad signing for Tottenham. It seems to be, it ticks a lot of the right boxes for us, we've, and it's not we've not spent a fortune on him, on him either. I think definitely a positive signing. We we clearly needed to strengthen him in midfield, and that's uh, that's definitely a tick in the box for me. Well, so is that like we don't need any more midfielders now? Well. It all depends. We don't, who, do we? It all depends what the depth of the squad's going to be. It's if we've got four midfielders competing for two spaces, and those are four midfielders that Conte rates, then maybe not. Yeah, maybe what? not. So can I add on the midfielders or? Yeah, come on. Yeah, so we'll carry on to the next yeah. transfer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, recent transfer with Charleston. Yeah, a what near club record signing. Sixty yep. million, yeah, just pied in Dombele. and this so, guy has course. to be a, a massive improvement on our club record signing in terms of what he can bring to us, and, and he uh, will striker. be, he will be because he's he's obviously Premier League proven, and he is that much needed player that we've been after. I've wanted us to have for years is a genuine sort of third option up front, and he can play in, in more than one position as well. So, to me, that's again. Another significant signing for the club, and like you say, we, we, these players we're buying now are already mm-hmm. Premier League proven, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. So we don't have to worry about the fact they're coming from Spain and they're twenty two years of age, and we don't. Well, know exactly. You look at on 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 Dombele. What am I talking about? On Dom Dombele. Dombele. Yeah. How am I not been able to pronounce his name? I've been moaning about it for the last three years. He came with a big reputation, but he was completely unproven in the Premier League, and it has proved that he wasn't up to the demands of the Premier League. For whatever reason, but we, you know, that the scouts that whoever the scouts were that looked at him before we signed him, they didn't really do much of a good oh, job. Oh, that could be just that, his attitude, though, didn't it? We didn't know well, yeah, that. Yeah, but they, that, they should have been that should have been part of the scouting. What what's his attitude like? Has he got a good attitude to training? That kind of thing. But he, he, he clearly did in France, no? Well, maybe or maybe not. I don't know. But there should have been some warning signs. Maybe there was, and we just chose to ignore the warning signs. Only the people inside Spurs know what scouting went on with him. But that's he, in the past now. We, that's in the past, and they need doing, to move him on. Which hopefully and get, will be done. Get a decent fee for him, but Levy can't waste time hanging out for an extra five million. If they get, if they have someone to offer them thirty million, I'd just take that money and, and run. So thanks very much, and use that money for the for the good of the squad. So all these transfers made now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you say that Levy's already changed its ways? Uh, yes, that's the only way you can look at it because in 21 or 22 years, Levy's had the option to do this kind of business and get these deals in early and almost every year without foul, he hasn't done that. See, seemingly to to try and save some money at the end of the window by getting late deals in uh, and saving a few million here and there. And that has not actually worked because it's you can clearly see very rarely have we actually come out of that 
making lots of money and getting the right players in when we've needed them. This time it is a, a definite change in policy and it can only be coming from Conte basically saying, you will do this my way or else I'm off. Uh, so he's kind of got Levy where he wants him at the moment, which, which is, is good, yeah. which is a good thing. But, like I said, don't always just assume that this is all going to end well because Levy is still a power-hungry man and he's never let a manager have complete control of the club in a way that he appears to be doing with Conte at the moment. Yeah, but Levy backs himself into a corner now. Where, well, he has. Where he can't... He has. He, has to, he, would, he would have to go, wouldn't he, if he didn't... Well, he wouldn't have to go because... He, he, would, he, would, he, would, he would probably be forced out by the fans if, well, if, if Conte left... For the reason sure. he didn't want to buy the players he wanted yeah, to. Yeah, maybe, but you know, you can't force someone out that owns the football club. Yeah, but yeah, but you've got, you've got to think about it in a way that he, he wouldn't make it out alive that training ground or the stadium. Well, it certainly, if he was to force Conte out of the job yeah. or do something that made Conte say that's it, I'm off, he would not be a very popular person inside the stadium. Um, but that hopefully is not a scenario. But I, you know, I always worry with, with Levy that. There's a sting in the tail. Um, hopefully, I'm. Hopefully, that isn't going to be the case here. Yeah, but he knows if he doesn't stick to Conte's demands. Yeah. That there'll be fan riots. Oh, there'll well, be there'll be a protests. lot of unrest. Yeah, so it's yeah, in his so interest. He knows. No, it's in his interest to to do whatever he can to give Conte the best possible squad for next season. So he clearly, Conte has said that is what I want. If I'm going to stick around at Spurs, no muck, no messing around here. I want X. I want a certain number of players in, in certain positions, and I want that all sorted as early as possible. No, no mucking around on the last day of the transfer window, which is what our tactics have always been over the years. So it's a significant change and a welcome change, and it all bodes well as of today. Well, uh, Conte wants his all the transfer completed by the pre-season tour yeah. that starts on the thirteenth, is it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, in South Korea, we uh-huh. face. Against, uh, I think it's Seville, Rangers and Roma. Right. Well, you know more about that than me. Yeah, they're pre-season games. Yeah. And obviously, we have uh, the Premier League starting after that uh, early August, isn't it? 6th of August, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Not when it's supposed to start. But... That's, that's thanks to the World, World Cup, Cup. the uh, the lunacy of playing the World Cup in Qatar. That's for another podcast. That's for another podcast. Yeah. So, anything you want to add on the podcast? I mean, anything you want to add on the transfer side? No. At the moment, it's looking positive. There's still more to be done, um, and I, you know, I want to see what, how our squad actually is, when the window shuts, which is the only way you can ever really but look judge at it now. Things. We, it's it a, looks very good right now. Yes, much stronger. Oh, without doubt, without doubt. And I'm not trying to be negative at all, but you just want to see then how strong our squad is. We need, like I've been saying for years, we need two quality players for every position. If we really are going to have a go at being a proper big club going for trophies, you can't afford to do that by having a strong first eleven and just hope hope that none of them get injured or get knackered. You, and especially next season, we've got five subs in the Premier League. So that immediately becomes like a 16-man game straight away. So you need a strong squad, and that's what Conte will have told Levy. And hopefully that the penny has dropped... So I'm, I'll reserve complete judgment until we see what our squad is at the end of the window. Have we got enough strength in depth or are we still taking chances in certain positions in the hope that no one gets an injury? That's 
That's the thing. We're going to the two players that we're closing in on signing now. Yeah, go on. Uh, first one, Jed Spence. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Rumours are that he, he, he's already... It's a done deal, but he needs completely medical, which... That's what all the rumours are saying. It seems the end of next week. most people that are in the know, if anyone ever really is in the know, uh, are saying that that is very close to being completed and, yes, it should be done in the next few days. So you have to take that, that, that it's coming from multiple sources that does appear to be a deal that's close to getting over the line. And Conte wants an up-and-down right-wing-back who mm-hmm. can play as a, a right-winger yeah. and a right-wing-back yeah. up-and-down. Yeah, yeah. As Perisic already came in, he can play up-and-down that left cover that. And that's what Jed Spence yeah. can do as well. So yeah. that's what the plan is. We're going to play with like three at the back, mm-hmm. two in midfield, and then have yeah. Jed Spence and Perisic up and down. Well, clearly, if you're going to play that system, and that obviously is the way Conte wants to do it, you need you need the right tools to play in the, the wing-back positions. And the feeling was last season that we were playing that system, but not necessarily having the players to fit the system at, at wing-backs. I mean, Emerson Royale is not a wing-back. I don't think he ever will be an adequate wing-back. He's not a bad player. Though, I think he's he? not a bad defender as a right-back. We certainly saw a little bit more towards the end of the season that he looked a better player than what he had done before. But that's, I think, more as a, as a right-back d- defender. And I don't think he's ever going to make it as a wing-back. Um, that's not his fault, though, is it? That's not his fault. Came he, in he wasn't under, bought. He came in under Nuno. He wasn't bought to the club as, as a wing-back. So... Again, that that just points back to some of the more shocking no, no, decisions that no, were made no, by no, the club. No, because Nuno played as a four at the back. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. That's because of the shocking mess that the club had made of things by constantly changing managers and changing plans. That's what happens when you've got managers with different tactics. You then bring in players for one set of tactics that are no, of not much use when you've got a new manager that's got a different set of tactics. That is down to the, the club. But again, that's all... That's all ancient history. Whether Emerson Royale is still at Spurs, who knows? If they can get their money back on him, uh, I would probably say, yeah, get your money back on him and, and put that towards the team now. And we've got Lendlet now closing in on the deal as well. So we've got Spence yeah. and yeah. Uh, Clement Lendlet, who's a centre-back from Barcelona. Yeah. The deal should be a loan deal. Yeah. An option to extend or Apparently. obligation to buy. Yeah. Uh, what the plan is for him is to be a backup. Yeah. And or could potentially buy another team centre-back uh, soon after him? Well, I think we're still looking for another first-team, and I mean a first-team centre-back, a left-sided centre-back. But buying Lendlet is understandable, isn't it, yeah. alone? Because yeah, yeah. he can play, he can just rotate, can't Yeah, it? well, it's interesting to see what they do there. I mean, Ben Davis didn't really do much wrong under Conte in that position. So in many ways, it would be slightly unfair to demote him to a backup, but... Ultimately, he's average. He's he's a six six point five out of ten performer. But he does the job, so he's a totally reliable guy who's never set the world alight. Um, and I certainly would have him still within the squad. But if we can upgrade, then that's great. And if you have got Ben Davis as a sort of a backup option, then that's not a bad. Yeah, so it's, it's not it's not, it's not as if we need to actually upgrade him the centre back position. Probably not. Not, not. not not immediately. Not immediately, but I do believe that they're clearly still looking to do that. And Conte's probably got that as part of his shopping list. So let's see who they... If you're looking at all the other then. positions that we need to buy, mm-hmm. the centre-back position isn't the most important position to focus on right well, now. Well, it all so. depends. I mean, if, he's, if you're going to stick with Davinson Sanchez as, as being in the squad, 
Well, we're going to need as many uh, backups as possible now. Aren't well, we? you certainly going to if you're going to have three central defenders, you need at least two others. And Joe Rodon could be going out on loan. Yeah, you so. need you need. I would say you need three first team central defenders and two backup options that are almost of the same level of quality. That's what you really need, uh, and you can't afford to take chances with that. You can't just have one adequate backup. You need more than that. So, the stronger the squad, the better, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and there's obviously a lot more. And now Richarlison's come in. Yeah. Uh, Harry Kane doesn't have to play all no thirty eight Premier League games no. and all the other Champions League and Cup games, does he? No. We no. we we've got options now, off a bench, to. Well, clearly change. last season uh, in most games, Conte looked around at the bench, and thought, well. There's not much point me frying people on here because I don't believe that they're good enough to do the job that I want that's, to do. That's the reason why we wait until he's 2 or 3 nil up and then he started yeah. going to the bench, isn't he? And that's not a good position to be in. You, you need to have genuine options on the bench to change your game uh, or to replace someone that is running out of steam. Uh, and at, at long last, it looks like we are we are finally sorting that out. We're finally changing our ways. Yeah. And... So, it's There's a positive lot, signs. Positive lots signs. of reasons to be positive. Across the football club, obviously, we've got a new performance director coming from yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've not heard already, I don't know what his name is. He was a former Everton. <laughs> right, was he? Right, OK. Yeah. Well, I, I saw something about that, but I couldn't tell he, you the he's name. He's not an important role, so... Well, no. Pretty irrelevant. Maybe not. He's, he's there a was rom- a rumour that I saw that we're trying to get a set-piece coaching. Yeah, uh, Giovanni yeah. Vio, his name Which is. Which is a long overdue thing, yeah, and because... He's... he's uh, what he's masterpieced over 10,000 free kicks or something that's yeah. 10,000 set pieces well I think we've, we've taken about 10,000 free kicks since we've last scored a goal from one haven't we <laughs> well what about Eric Dyer that free kick against Leeds yeah it kind of deflected them when I went to Brigham, yeah. didn't it but we were you know set pieces free kicks and corners is an area where we, we can dramatically uh, improve and we need to because it seems that for many years that's just an area that no one on the coaching staff seems to have I've done anything about to me. Even Ericsson towards the end of his Even Ericsson in the last two or three years was taking shocking corners and shocking free kicks. Um, and since he's gone, I mean, Harry Kane still taking free kicks to me is just a nonsense. Given... No, he doesn't take the free kicks anymore. Well, he certainly, he certainly was. He was under Nuno. But given how poor his record was, uh, even beating the wall um, for many years, I do not understand how that was allowed to continue. Um, and obviously, if you've got Strength. If you're if you're good at set pieces, and that's an that's an area where you can score plenty of goals over the course of a season, and it's almost like we've just neglected that for a long time. So, if we're going to do something about that, great. We still need, I think, some players that are good at set pieces. I'm not sure who we got in the squad that you would say is an out and out free kick taker. Uh, I can't think of anyone. Um, but let's just see what other business we do in the next few weeks. We've got these new signs now, so maybe some of them could play yeah, as a I, I, set I piece know. taker. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Graham Roberts, City Freestay. Yep, so you told me. Yep. Yeah. One of, my, um, uh, one of my heroes when I was young. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, very good uh, inspirational sort of... Um, well, he was a captain. He did captain the, the team to win the UEFA Cup because Steve Perriman was suspended for the, uh, the game. So he he lifted. He's the last Spurs captain to lift a European trophy, um, and he won the FA Cup twice as well. So he, he you know three winners' medals, three more than what Harry Kane currently has. So yes, very much a favourite of mine from the old days. Yeah. Uh, any other news? No, I mean that's really? about it for now, isn't it? Yeah. 
Unless nothing. you want to sit here and just talk about more rumours and things. Rubbish. Yeah. Like else. I say, don't believe anything until it's actually announced by the club. Well, I guess uh, thank you for listening to our podcast and we'll see you on our next podcast coming up soon. Come on, you Spurs. Goodbye.